In this episode, we discuss Advance Wars and my favorite way to play the GBA. Let's do it. What's up, Companion? I'm your host, Tom Tate, and I'm on a mission to trim and prioritize my ever-growing backlog. And I can't do it without your help. So I've hand-selected 30 games from my backlog. Each day, we'll take a good look at a single game and evaluate if it's worth playing or ditching at the end of the month. I'm going to pick 10 games to play over the next few months, 10 games to set aside for another day, and 10 games to purge completely. Never going to play those games. And today, we're taking a look at Advance Wars on the Game Boy Advance. Let's go. So I'll give you a fair warning. You might have some ambient noise in this episode. I'm recording in my kitchen. Uh, I'm keeping an eye on my three children and they might be making a little bit of noise uh, as well. So hopefully it's not too distracting, but the show must go on. We're committed to an episode a day for 30 days and I won't miss a beat. So Advance Wars is a turn-based tactics game. It was released on September 10th, 2001 on the Game Boy Advance. It was developed by Intelligent Systems and published by Nintendo. Intelligent Systems were making Nintendo games since the mid-80s. They supported a lot of Nintendo's development efforts, but they also made games for uh, themselves. You know, So they developed Famicom and Super Famicom Wars, uh, which were games that weren't released in the United States. These were ultimately predecessors to Advance Wars, uh, but we never saw them here in the States. They also worked on the Fire Emblem series. This is a series that I haven't played, uh, but apparently there are some similarities between Fire Emblem and Advance Wars. So this is a very heavy turn-based tactical game. Uh, which I only have experience playing a few of these titles. Most notably would be Final Fantasy Tactics, but this is 2D and the style of gameplay looks quite different. I did play a lot of Worms back in the day, but I don't know if that counts. I don't know if you would compare that successfully to Advance Wars. The art style of, of Advance Wars is super nice. Uh, it's very Japanese. You know, you have these anime characters, uh, very bright sprites, very awesome backgrounds. It kind of reminded me just watching uh, a couple quick videos of the Super Nintendo game UN Squadron, if you remember that game. The action looks decently paced for a turn-based game. It doesn't look super slow, but it definitely is kind of turn-based. Uh, I'm into it, though. It looks great. I watched a video by SNES Drunk, uh, S-N-E-S Drunk, and he's a great YouTuber if you haven't checked him out. He goes through some older video game catalogs, most specifically the Super Nintendo's catalog, and talks about if the games are worth playing these days in the modern day. He criticized a very long tutorial that you have to play through. There's no way to skip it. And I've played tactics games before, so I don't know if I'd need it. It's kind of a bummer that you have to sit through this tutorial just to get started. But I guess once you're through it, the game picks up after that. He also mentioned that you can pause mid-battle and save mid-battle. Uh, and that's a gripe that I have with many tactics games. So I'm really glad to hear that. Uh, I don't know if the later iterations of Final Fantasy Tactics changed this component but i do remember battles being super long in that game and if you failed later in the battle like an hour into the battle it's super upsetting because you have to play through it all over again 
So I will note that I absolutely love the Game Boy Advance. This would be a nice reason to go and pick up one of my favorite portable uh, consoles, portable handhelds of all time. I actually do have a hard copy of Advance Wars. I picked it up at a GameStop a long, long time ago uh, before the price kind of shot up on this game. And I would love to just jump in and play it. Uh, We'll see, though. I'd love to know your opinion. What do you think? Should I play Advance Wars? Will it make the cut? Let me know. You can reach me at Tom at videogamepodcasts.com or Yo Power Time, Y-O Power Time, and let me know if you think I should play it, skip it, or ditch it. Okay, companions, I'm going to humble brag here. I am absolutely in love with my GBA setup. So I'm going to walk you through how I would and how I could and would play this game on the Game Boy Advance uh, if I decided that it's going to make the cut. So first, I have an original Game Boy Advance that I stole from my brother. I took it apart. I reshelled it. So I, I got a brand new shell, brand new case, new buttons, everything, new glass screen and I did the backlit screen mod. Uh, this I originally did this also with a USB rechargeable lithium battery mod, right? So I can charge it using a USB charger uh, and recharge it, and I wouldn't have to worry about AA batteries. Uh, but it wasn't sitting 100% flush in the battery compartment, like where the mod was. And my son plays the GBA a lot. So I was getting really paranoid that one day it was just going to explode you know, on him because of the pressure that the case was putting on the battery. So I removed that mod because I'm a super wimp uh, and I was worried about it. So it was a very sweet mod. If you have more uh, carriage than I do, check that out. I'll link to it in the show notes. Uh, but now I do have some rechargeable Analoop AA batteries in there so I can play this Game Boy Advance original Game Boy Advance that runs like a champ. So if I want the authentic handheld experience, that's the way that I would play it uh, with some headphones and this super bright backlit screen. But here's the other way I could play it. I mentioned in a previous episode, my GameCube setup. So I'm using Insurrection Industries Carby. Uh, And this is a little device that plugs into the back of your digital out Uh, it ports in your GameCube and it pushes the GameCube's video signal out through HDMI with some super pristine upscaled results. I'm so happy with this product. Such a huge fan. I can't recommend it enough if you want to play your GameCube on an HDTV. Uh, What I didn't mention though was that I have a Game Boy player. So this was a real product. I don't, you know, not many people had this or maybe you didn't come across it, but this was a real product by Nintendo. It wasn't a third-party product. If you're not familiar with it, you essentially hook up this layer onto the bottom of your GameCube. There's there's a there's an import uh, input for it and then also you kind of screw it in so it stays in. And there's a slot in this Game Boy player for Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games you pop a startup disc into your GameCube and then you can play those portable games right on your TV with a GameCube controller. Super convenient, uh, super awesome, but it gets even better. So there's a way to soft mod your GameCube to run some custom firmware and an app called the Game Boy Interface, which actually has superior video options than the Nintendo product and startup disc software. It's super wonderful. I can play Game Boy Advance games on my widescreen monitor through HDMI. I can stream them. I can record them. 
Uh, it's fantastic. And I really like the Game Boy interface as well because it wasn't that expensive for me to get the GameCube player, the actual peripheral. What's expensive is the full package of getting that plus the startup disc or the startup disc by itself. So I bypassed the whole startup disc. Uh, you do need some extra gear to do the soft mod. Uh, you need a special memory card adapter that you can put an SD card in. Uh, you need an old school SD card. And then you also need an action replay disc. Action replay was kind of like the Game Shark for GameCube type of solution. Uh, but long story short, uh, fantastic way to play Game Boy Advance games and Game Boy games on your GameCube. But wait, there's even more. It gets even better. Hori, the company Hori, sold a Super Nintendo style gamepad that plugged directly into a GameCube. The GameCube's controller is kind of whack for GBA games. It's not really a great experience. Trying to play GBA games, not super comfortable. Uh, but this Game Boy Player optimized controller by Hori, it was quite nice, but they're super pricey. Uh, they're hard to get your hands on uh, as well, and they never really re-released those. Why would they? Um, so what I did was I picked up an adapter from a company called Rafnet, and I actually have a lot of cable adapters from Rafnet, fantastic company as well. Uh, they let me, uh, through this adapter, it lets me plug Nintendo's classic controllers into a GameCube. So it's basically an extension cord that does a cable conversion. Uh, I have two Super Nintendo controllers that shipped with my Super Nintendo Classic, the mini console. They feel great. They feel authentic and they are perfect for uh, GBA games. And I can pipe them right into my GameCube with these Rafnet cables. Um, I no longer have the Nintendo, the original NES controllers that shipped with the Nintendo Classic, but you could pipe those in as well. Uh, along with any of the Wii extra controllers too. So I, I, I do have one of the Wii classic controllers. That, it feels pretty good. I can put that in. I also have these little wireless dongles that I picked up for my 8-bit dough SN30 Pro wireless Super Nintendo controller. Uh, the one with the dual analog sticks. Oh, I absolutely love that controller. It's so nice. Uh, it's one of my favorite controllers and I can play GBA games with that too. But wait, there's even more. I also have a Game Boy Advance EverDrive, which is a flashcard, and I own a copy of Advance Wars, a physical copy of Advance Wars, but for the rarer games, for the games that I just won't be able to obtain or the games where I need a translation patch like Mother 3, I can pop a ROM onto that flashcard and play through the exact same setup on my HD monitor. Technology is super, super awesome, y'all. I love the fact that all of these products exist and that I can do that. Uh, I rambled for a really, really long time in this episode, uh, so I hope that you don't mind my humble brag as I walk through all the weird gizmos and gadgets and extra peripherals that I ended up purchasing just to be able to play some of these fantastic games from the Game Boy Advance library in new and exciting ways. Do you have a ridiculous setup like me? I'd love to know. You can share with me on Twitter at YoPowerTime. If you have a photo of your setup, that would be even more awesome. Uh, I would just love to check it out and take a look. Will Advance Wars make the cut? Subscribe to Backlog Companion on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts and follow along to find out. If you want to advocate for a specific game, check out the full list at backlogcompanion.com and you can tweet me or email me. My contact information is on the site. Happy to read any notes or feedback on an upcoming show. 
In the absence of a Patreon account to support the show, leaving a review is super helpful. Keep it honest. I don't care how many stars it is. I would just love some actionable feedback or you can just share the show with a friend. Thanks for traveling companions. I will catch you on the next one.